0: Chapter 19. Be not borderers. Go in and possess the land. Deuteronomy 10, 11. Israel passed through many changes in their history, but here we have their earthly history's termination, the possession of the land. They were bondspeople, wanderers, outsiders, and borderers. However, they were not to remain as such. They were to possess the land. Here, their earthly history, which began with Abraham, ends. Let us learn from this something about ourselves and our history. 1. We are not to be without a land. We are to have a country and a city. When we are in the world, we have these in a certain way, but they are all carnal. They pass from us and we from them. The world's cities and possessions will not do for us. They cannot fill us, satisfy us, nor abide with us. Therefore, even when we are in the world, we are truly strangers. We are landless, cityless, and homeless. And after we have come out from the world, we are strangers, though not as before, for a land, a city, and a home have been secured for us. Sinners, God offers you the better Canaan. 2. We are not to be dwellers in Egypt the house of bondage is not for us. Pharaoh cannot be our king. We must, like Moses, refuse to be called the sons of Pharaoh's daughter. We must go out, not fearing the wrath of the king and counting the reproach of Christ as greater riches than Egypt's treasures. 3. We are not to be dwellers in a barren land. The wilderness may do for a day, but not for a permanent abode. Ishmael may have the desert. Israel must have the good land, the land flowing with milk and honey. 4. We are not to be borderers. To be out of Egypt is one step, to come up to the borders of Canaan is another, but that is not to be all. We are not outsiders, never crossing the boundary, nor borderers, belonging to neither region, ever crossing and recrossing the line as if we had no wish to stay or had no portion in the land. The borderlands are not for the church, nor for anyone calling himself a Christian, an Israelite indeed. And five, we are to go in and possess. Out of Egypt, out of the wilderness, across the borders, into the very heart of the land, Judah's hills, Ephraim's vales, Issachar's plains, Manasseh's pastures, Naphtali's lakes, and Zebulun's fertile reaches. We go in and take possession, leaving all other lands and regions behind. It is the God chosen, God given land. Let us enter it. It is rich, goodly, and well watered. Let us possess it, not merely survey it or pitch our tents in it, but also build our houses there, to dwell in it forever. What I gather, especially from our text, is that we are not to be borderers, not just not Egyptians, not Ishmaelites. But also not borderers. The place to which God invites us is the land, the kingdom, and the city. Just now, of course, it is but the promise, for the kingdom has not come yet. But I speak of the promise as if it were the thing itself, for the promise is God's, not man's. There are many borderers in our day, half and half Christians, afraid of being too decidedly or intensely religious. They are not Egyptians. And they are not perhaps quite outsiders, for they occasionally seem to cross the line and take a look at the land from some of its southern hills. But they are borderers. They have not boldly taken up their abode in the land. They have not entered in nor possessed it. They are vacillators, worshippers of two gods, trying to secure two kingdoms, and laying up two kinds of treasures. Let me speak of and to these. Why should you not be? borderers. First, it is sin. It is not merely your misfortune, it is also your guilt. That half-heartedness and indecision is about the most sinful condition you can be in. Borderer, you are a sinner. You are a sinner because you are a borderer. Second, it is misery. You cannot be happy in that half-and-half state. You do not know what you are nor whose you are, nor where you are going. You are not sure of anything good, only of evil. You are dying in that state. You are cut off on the borders. You are lost. Doesn't that thought make you truly wretched? Third, it is danger. You think perhaps that because you have gone a little way that everything is well, or at least that you are out of danger. No, the danger is as great as ever. If you were to die on the borders, only almost a Christian, you are as sure of hell as if you had died in Egypt. Fourth, it is an abomination to God. It is an insult to Him. It says that you do not care for Him or His goodly land. That half-heartedness is abominable to God. It is like Laodicea, or perhaps worse, Borderer, beware of provoking and insulting God. And fifth, it is loss to yourself. Even now you will lose a lot. You might be so happy. If decided and sure, you might have such peace, and then the prospect of such a land. What a loss! Yes, your own interests, as well as God's honor, demand decision. It is such a goodly, glorious land. It is so foolish and so cowardly to hold back. Oh, decide! Do not be a borderer any more. Enter in and possess the land at once.